Yo, you know what I was just thinking about? What? Do you remember that Blink-182 song that was like, I want to fuck a dog in the ass? No. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> it's kind of wild that that was just a thing. Where it was like, it was all a jokey thing, but it was still like yeah. Blink-182 singing about... I'm wanting to fuck a dog in the ass. And then the dogs start barking in protest. <laughs> no, not our kind. I don't know. I just think it's wild that that was a thing. I for I had forgotten that was like a song that like I you know loved and laughed at in high school. Yeah, it's kind of a not to at all put Blink One Eighty Two on the same like level as like Monty Python, but it's kind of like sit on my face in a weird way, like the Monty Python song sit on my face. That seems familiar, but I don't remember Sit On My Face. Sit on my face and tell me that you love me. Oh, that song, yeah, yeah. Sit on my face. Yeah, I'm surprised I just didn't know the fuck you're dying in the ass song. I liked, I liked Bank 182. Yeah. Where are you? I don't know, but it's also fun because, like, for me... Uh, just think of you singing that song to a dog. <laughs> Where are you? I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I sleep tonight? I need somebody There's like probably, this. you know, some of these people feel like they are in love with dogs or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's probably somebody who has earnestly sung that Blink-182 song oh, to 100%. a dog. Oh, 100%. They've, like, done that. <laughs> Their dog runs away after being fucked in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> Sparky! All those Where lost, are you? <laughs> how many of those lost dog signs we see around neighborhoods are really just <laughs> people who have been Escaped. raping their dogs? <laughs> 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 Don't return those dogs. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at Gender Fluids Podcast. 
On Twitter, we're at genderfluidspod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. Oh, uh, hold on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm good for now. I'm pretty. I'm on a good buzz. Are you already high or drunk? A little both. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like had a lady lunch. <laughs> a lady lunch. <laughs> like it, I'll explain that later. <laughs> Where like I got uh well I guess I'll explain it now. It's just like, you know, there's like a thing with like ladies go out to lunch. A lot of like lunch people comprise of like lady couples, like getting like lunch together. Mm-hmm. So I went and met Alexis at like North for lunch and like amidst a like sea of moms and children and old women having lunch it, it was like lunch. It, yeah and so i had a couple of like glasses of wine mm-hmm. and like and, 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 and like smoked a blunt afterwards and like mm-hmm. but it was it felt like oddly affirming to like play into a stereotype i didn't even realize was a stereotype but i then once i saw it, i immediately knew at it as one right mm-hmm. like oh yeah women go out to like lunch together like a lot right and like mm-hmm. For us, just be like, ooh, let's go get lunch together and just show up to a place and have it, like, I'm not joking, 90% of the people in there were, like, just pairs of women lunching. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of fun. Cute, cute. Um, but, uh, but that Blink-182 song reminded me, you know, it's kind of fun, not reminding me, but it's, like, it's uh, it's oddly homoerotic, right? Because it's, like, mm-hmm. I fucked a fucking pirate in the ass. Like, yeah. pirates are stereotypically dudes. Right, you know, yeah, it's kind of a fun. I remember liking that song because of its acknowledgement of like being down just to kind of be kind of gay, even in a joking situation. I was like, ooh, fun, like flirty. It's interesting. I mean, I mean, we don't know whether the dog in question is a man or a woman, but we we are using its asshole and not its vagina if it has one. It's a very gender neutral dog, neutral dog. All dogs are, but um. (laughs) But it would be a very different, disturbing, and less funny song, right? If it was fuck a dog and it's pussy. <laughs> no <laughs> one really <laughs> wants that. <laughs> fuck a dog in the ass is a joke. <laughs> fuck a dog in the pussy. people. Fuck a dog in the pussy. dog pussy. <laughs> Completely different. Ugh. Yeah. You know, it was from a time. Here's the funny thing. Funny how that is, though. Controversial opinion, maybe. I don't know. Actually, probably not. I just think it's a thing we should do. And not that it ever went away, but I think we should definitely bring back No Homo. Mm-hmm. I think no homo needs to come back. Sure. Yeah. Right? There's so many fun ways to use it now with trans and non-binary people. Well, not just that, but it's like, <laughs> I want people to know when I'm being gay with them and not. Yeah. So like, I want to, I want to let just you know. Speci- just you, for clarification reasons, use yeah. no homo. Not it's like, that look, kinda... it's just like, look, no homo, but like, you look great. It's right. like, look, I don't want to fuck you right now, but you do look amazing. Right. Yeah. And like, and like, I don't, you know, with the whole being trans thing, like there are times where it's like to like, even to like a dude, even though technically what I would be saying would be in like a quote, heterosexual straight context or whatever. But I'm gonna be like, Hey man, like no homo, but you look really good right now. Right. Just to give him the impression like, Hey man, like I don't want to fuck you. Right. But like, like no you're homo looking good. Really in this is now just meaning no, n- in a non-sexual, yeah. way, aggressive way. I think like it's a, a fun non- thing we need to reappropriate, yeah. right? Like, just to, but now it just means like, hey, platonically. Yeah, platonically. Yeah, but no one wants to sound faggy and say platonically. <laughs> well, exactly. So no, no homo. But yeah, it's a cute phrase that we yeah. can just. Um, we can evolve a tiny bit. And then you can also incorporate the other side of it and be like, hey, full homo. Full homo. <laughs> <laughs> full homo right mm-hmm. now. Uh, you're looking good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that dick outline, right. those sweatpants. Mm, right. It tasty. works great for me, really, because I feel homo toward everyone. So, you know what I mean? Like, in the in the yeah. sense of, of, you know, sameness or whatever. And so, 
Yeah, I'll. I have to just specify. In this case, no homo. Obviously, it could be homo. Could but be, it, but but in this case, no homo. So from now on, that's what no homo means. It doesn't mean like, hey, I'm not fucking gay, but it means in this case, no homo. Yeah, but yeah, I'll let you know if it ever gets homo. Yeah, <laughs> we're still in no homo territory. It's a no homo moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right. Well, that's now officially what it means in my mind. <laughs> Bring back no homo. Mm-hmm. Because it was so fun to say no homo. It is a good phrase. It's like a cute... Because it's also acknowledging the fact that like there could be a homo. There could be a homo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's actually a very progressive (laughs) phrase. Uncancel no homo, please, everyone. Yeah, please, everybody. For the sake of homos. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then there's also the no homo trans people. What do you mean? Remember how they took that... uh, Like if you're a non-hormone trans person. Oh, yeah. No homo. No homo. <laughs> that was Fuck that, that we're taking it back from boy. them. <laughs> you know, that's a trans dude who came up oh, with that God, one. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. There was. A, I heard there was a lesbian kink prom a couple weeks before. What? Um, you fucking yeah, hire us to MC that seriously. shit, yo. Um. <sighs> Lock yeah. Me up. But yeah, there's just this thing where I mean. What it seemed like, so this, so this trans dude's DJing, and it's like, it's just not only no. had we been already talking, like the group that we were with were already like talking about how not great it was. I was then in the restroom, and there were a few women in there, and I heard one of them go, "This DJ sucks," <laughs> just straight up, <laughs> not even hiding it, not even worrying about who else was in the restroom, <laughs> just straight up. It's just DJ like. Blows. <laughs> well, my thing about it is like, man. It's like there's like popular songs and then there are the hits that you play at like an event like that. That's like a prom-ish event, prom event, you know, and it just wasn't any of those. It was just just like you're playing. It's like these odd, like just on the fringe of big enough people like, but they're not really the bangers. Some songs were just 10 years too old for the general demographic. Like, or just like, yeah, they fell right outside. Five years too new on the other end. Yeah. They weren't new enough or old enough to be classics or like hot. Once we were ready here. Yeah. It was, (laughs) or even like nostalgic middle-y things. Like there was no, Mm -hmm. did he, I don't think he played Britney once, you know, it's like things like that. No Britney. The only time he played Billie Eilish, it was, it was bad girl got played once, but it was the worst remix I've ever heard. I love that song. And you'd think I would, but there was a Billie Eilish where it was just like undance to a bowl and not, you don't get to enjoy the actual song. It was, it was a nightmare, but yeah, um, you know, that's why it's dangerous when your lesbians start going trans because now it's <laughs> the someone bad with the music bad, taste no, get worse. <laughs> no, because it's the bad taste of a lesbian with the confidence of a man. <laughs> yeah, the bad taste get him. worse. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's more the bad taste is lesbians the same. Lesbians already not now, notorious for their amazing yeah, music taste. Yeah, now that testosterone's just, making you feel like you, you fucking got it. You got it, and it's like, oh fuck. <sighs> People are probably being very supportive yeah, all the time we, to all your ideas because you're trans, and now it's only. We were hanging out, going like, "Man, if only we could get like a cis gay DJ, <laughs> to DJ, DJ cis gay, DJ cis gay of the day, <laughs> DJ cis gay." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drop the motherfucking predictable tracks. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, but 
But then the DJ girl Sisuke and I, hitting you with that familiarity. <laughs> That's what I want. Exactly. Everyone knows the, all the songs we want to hear right now. Well, almost everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then we went to Bout Time too afterwards, um, and that was great. It was some I'm sure gay man DJing, and yeah. it was all the songs you would want to hear. So. I want to dance we'll with to somebody. Flip a coin or roll a D20 or toss some bones to decide if we leave this segment in. <laughs> Whatever. We're not using anyone's name. And, and it, look, it's not like people didn't have fun. Like, clearly, everybody there had a blast. It was amazing. And we we're still having fun, just making fun of the bad music. <laughs> yeah. If not dancing as much as we like. Which is to a have. testament to how good the event is itself, where it's yeah. like the music wasn't even as on point as would have been hoped, but it was still fucking tight. But it would have been awesome to have some, there were some people I wanted to dance with, but just, yeah, it never got into that place. Yeah, but I had a good time. That was fun. Um, yeah, and I don't want to not say what we were doing because we were hosting the lesbian prom that. Um, it was so wonderful. That Faye Fearless put on and. Yeah, it really was a beautiful event and moment, and like all shade aside, everybody should go next Everyone year. Everyone should go. That I mean, get tickets. It fucking one. sold out this year for yeah, good reason. People were like scalping on and shit for tickets. It was a hoot. Yeah, and it was fun because that was my that was my first prom that I ever went to. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. in my in my high school, there was no concept that I mean. It's possible, like, one of the black lesbians did come in a suit, you know, but, like, and that someone told me that afterwards, that, like, almost feels like a memory now that I think about it. I, I had no conception of, like, what I could possibly wear to prom. Yeah. And, and it, was, it was customary for juniors and seniors it, where I went to high school to do prom, whereas, like, in Houston, it would have just been seniors. Um, so now that we were, like, outside of Houston, it was like, oh, junior and senior year, I have to, like, not go to prom. <laughs> like, it just became more of a hassle for me mm. because everyone's just like, you're not going to prom? That's crazy. Um, but, you know, I didn't even know how to say that or think about it. And I was also nervous about dancing, so it was a little bit, like, in my head, it's just easier not to, but I just wouldn't have known where to begin. I mean, I'd had to wear dresses to church, um, and if eventually I finally was like, oh, skirts, you know, to church, but still every Sunday I was still being forced to do that. But I mean, you know, what a nightmare. And so going to prom, it was like dressing up and the gender, st- like, I, I, you know, it was, it was already just dressing up always seemed like such a nightmare to me. And I think it's like, now I can finally start to heal my relationship to the concept of dressing up because it was always tied to Dresses. what the fuck would I yeah. wear? Yeah. The um, literal dress. The literal dress. And and even the suit thing then became intimidating once that was it was like, okay, but like how would I even figure that out? I don't know where to begin. Is it a man's suit or a woman's yeah, suit? And you like, gotta get suit, it tailored. I mean, people talking about how complicated dresses are, but like the nuance and simplicity of a suit it may, is like way more complicated. Yeah, like how how you and like what your personal style is and what that fit should look like. It's fucking complicated. All right. And ideally you have a father, brother, uncle, friend, somebody at some point who would teach you that, but of course it wasn't until no. my first or my second wedding because my first wedding we were doing beach attire so and that just got you know she and I were yeah. both like Ugh, formal wear um, but yeah the second wedding I finally was like okay you know let me get a suit and it was hard yeah you know I mean I, I remember and I have a, I even bought a suit jacket I don't know how much I spent on that and got it tailored that that didn't work like at first because I felt pressured. It was like we had been shopping and I just couldn't figure it out. I mean, it took me years to figure out a swimming Well, over the situation. years of us living together, I've like given you countless jackets and different things to try yeah. on. It's just never quite it's hit so right. It's so hard. And, like, yeah. Because men are trying to like 
because talk about women with shoulder pads, these men's suits have a, a little extra. Yeah. That, and I don't want that. I'm not trying to like bulk up, bulk up in that way, that weird shape like that. Like I want something that just really fits me that like looks good, but not really that feminizing way. I, I So I'm not, I'm neither trying to feminize nor masculinize. I think that's what mm-hmm. the feminization of the jackets like makes it look like accentuates curves. The masculinization of the jackets, um, uh, is masculinizing the the shoulders, and I'm like, I don't want any of that. You just need a true neutral, true slim neutral. fit jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's what I got to figure out. But this, this should, but you found should, it this time. I think well, you hit okay, it well. Okay, but the I, I I could tweak that jacket a little bit. Um, yeah, it even bothers me. You know, looking back at wedding photos, I'm like, from certain angles, I'm like, yeah, right, but. But you got to dress up. For but this I got prom. to go to I dress up, and and the girl, you know, went and. and put me this outfit together and she made me a boutonniere and her corsage. Yeah, it was really cute. So we, you know, and... I'll post that picture on our Instagram for people to see. (laughs) It was really special. People love that picture of us I posted. Mm -hmm. It was cute. I just felt really like... Ah, I oh my god, I have a beautiful woman on my arms in this dress. I mean, she looked amazing and just... That was really cool. Um, And then to host the thing, um, you know, like... Uh, we were giving away these awards, the Gold Star Awards, and and so like the the best nipples was one of them, and I'm like, this is the best. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> thank you, lesbians. Yeah, thank you. This is so fun to get to have this event where we can just joke. Like, thank you, lesbians. Because like, we could we could have like a fun it's like a safe space for yeah. like uh, like an ability to be comfortable. I think everybody was very comfortable. With like joking around, like if the if it was like men joking around with women, that w- okay. So for instance, there's this best nipple category. Oh, there it is. So there's this best nipple category uh, of like this award, and there were four nominees and one winner. And so like the nominees, I start joking that um, every because normally I would just been reading the nominees and then people would cheer and then the one winner would come up to stage. But I was like, well, the nominees for this category should probably just like self-identify and go ahead and like raise your hand so we can but they keep, went take with note. it. Yeah. And then, so the first nominee just started coming to stage and I was like, perfect. Actually. Yeah. All y'all just go on a stage so we can, <laughs> we can all just you know, check out our, our best nibble people. And, um, and then it turned out that this one girl who was one of the nominees, when she was walking on stage, because so, I'd run into her in the restroom before, and I asked the girl afterwards, I was like, does she look familiar to you? Do we know her? And the girl didn't. So when she was coming on stage, and I had just, now that I'd seen her name, I was like, oh, I've seen you on Tinder. And she was like, <laughs> yeah, we matched. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well, fun. So um, it was a good it felt like a very, it's not often you get a large group of lesbians together like yeah. that. Like gay men in, in most places still have clubs, but there aren't many like lesbian bars left or clubs left. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, there are some kind of like meetup groups, but like, you know, stereotypically inaccurately, notoriously insular mm-hmm. kind of like communities like are what lesbians are. Right. And yeah. so it was kind of fun to like see everybody out and like in one place and like, yeah. Having a good time. Yeah, and not only that, because I think we've done some lesbian shows before, certainly gay shows with plenty of lesbians at it. But, you know, to be at something that's specifically a, a, a night outing, you know, here mm-hmm. there can be like many drinking and dancing, but to get to do a little event with some comedy, it was just like fun to have that audience. You know what I mean? I would love to do shows for audiences like that too and to see like what I would explore differently. If I could like have that, yeah, because you really don't get to talk to that community all Mm-mm. in one group as as a Very whole, rarely. and in that number, and, and to have that many like different parts of like 
or different subcultures of lesbian represented like or queer girl i guess you could say represented because because it was it was like yo you saw a lot of different like types of like lesbians (laughs) there where it's like i know all of your stereotypes like i can (laughs) see it all now but like i fucking you rarely see all of them together to where it's like fuck this is a gay ass room the bartender with the fierce mullet like a crazy elaborate mullet the best you know she saw that event was like i want that one uh-huh. That's that's mine. It's like uh-huh. yeah, yeah, that hair needed to be there. It did. It was so good. Represent. I mean, like, <laughs> I you know that's like a that's like a hairstyle that could walk down a runway. Seriously, you know, yeah. Like it, with the like the like dr- how dramatic it was at points. Yeah. It's just I don't great. even know how you physically grow what she did. Brilliant, brilliant work. Um, yeah, and and it was just so yeah, but the, to have that audience, you could. Like, just think of how I flirt with audiences. Yeah. Just to have this whole lesbian the audience. The range of dynamics that you could potentially take. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Next year, buy tickets to Les Prom. Yeah. Seriously. Um, and maybe and probably all of Faye Fearless's events. Yeah. And they all seem pretty these cool. These nautical boat parties. I'm definitely yeah, going to try to start going to that. Or, yeah. You know, the girl loves being topless. I mean, I got to get more comfortable with my toplessness, though. But I think I'm just going to. Um, tape. That's my next. You know, your next always experiment. working on this, but yeah. Um, I was gonna say. Oh, speaking of like all the different kinds of lesbians, or you know, because it's like non-binary chicks too, or whatever. But there was the one <laughs> trans, like older trans woman, just by herself dancing slowly. <laughs> she would, oh man, don't. <laughs> but you know, there's there's one dance move that she. I mean, it's very possible I've seen that specific one. I can't laugh at it because it hurts my heart so much. I know. And it, 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 don't, it doesn't hurt it as much really as it makes sweet. it happy because it's like... She was happy. She looked very happy. I know, but it's like I often... I've You know, just being in the trans community for as long as I have, especially like the early days before I was like in any physical community, just looking mm. at things online, people who looked like her were the most common representative of knowledgeable trans people because yeah. they've been doing it the longest and they'd figured out some shit and they'd like figured out how to do it before there was any real support yeah. or network to first, do it, right? First gen trans. Yeah, and so I see a lot of those people. And so when I see her there, like f- for me, it's just like, fuck, like I'm so happy she gets to be there. And like, I love that she's finally getting to have this experience. And like, I imagine myself, like, you know, if I, one day I'm an old, lonely, 50 year old, like trans lady <laughs> dancing by herself. The but to say, you know, but, but I still am so happy that she's getting to do all these things. But at the same time, I have a fucking terrible cunt <laughs> that lives inside me <laughs> that won't, that, <laughs> that, that instantly thinks all the worst things. <laughs> You know, well, that's what's so fun about it. It's like heartwarming and <laughs> at the same time. But I don't, I mean, you know, in my heart of hearts, I wish I didn't have the, mm, oh, you know, I just accept my, my shadow self. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still fight my shadow self a lot. I think because like, at this point. there's some times where I'm just like, yo, like this can't be right. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> we're, what are we supposed to not laugh at life? <laughs> Yeah, it's, what, do you want to just cry? I no, but I think I think like there are some times where like my lived experience should override, <laughs> and my empathy for other people should override <laughs> the darker impulse they, to laugh. 
They can both exist. I know they can both exist. I'm just saying I want to try and make it to where they don't always both exist. But it was, it was like you said. I mean, we had to have that one mullet. We had to But have it was her. beautiful. Yeah, it's like we need we had those people. people. Of like all... they're integral parts of like who this community is, mm-hmm. of who these people are, right? And who a... and, and are who people that have like, you know, like I said, like, people that looked like that woman like shaped my life right Mm -hmm. you know even like even the lady that was mullet bartending right? (laughs) (laughs) there's another way to phrase it classic move though mullet at a lesbian event but it was just like you know me seeing people like her growing up like did give me like insights like oh fuck i can do that not that Mm -hmm. i would do that but like that's like a lifestyle i can live right like Mm -hmm. that's an important like sensory input to have Mm-hmm. So there you go. <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of sad. <laughs> Not as sad, sad as the you DJ. Trans boy chin beard. DJ chin beard. <laughs> if you have to have a chin beard in order to pass, <laughs> it's not worth passing. <laughs> Just shave your fucking face, dude. dude. I'd rather get called nobody. ma'am. Then be seen with the chin. <laughs> you look, dude. People, anybody with chin beards. <laughs> anybody, maybe, yeah, sis. I don't care what you are. You look like a, you look like beards. somebody who has like a short man complex and is a cop in a small. It's town. the same thing as if a trans boy was wearing a fedora. It's like, what <laughs> are you it. doing? You gave a man for this. No, there's a le- like I we do stand up. There's a level of delusion you have to have to do stand up for a while. But like the level of delusion to have a fucking chin beard and think it looks good on you, you is otherworldly. Like my fucking creepy brother. Oh my god, yeah, that's some incel territory. Some incel <laughs> brony. <laughs> <laughs> fun tidbit because you know i i talked about i think on stage now once or twice i've now talked about um fucking the girl's body you know now that i'm like oh i'm not just open to people being a necrophilia bottom but potentially necrophilia uh, topping. necrophilia topping in yeah. a certain situation well service bottoming I would be an <laughs> I would still be like trying to experience the mirror neurons of her even while she was dead. You know what I mean? Just like, I would be gra- I'm grasping on to that her living. A, that not might like the be body that I want. That's a new invention. I think there aren't many things that have come about on the podcast that's, where I'm like, that's us. But like necrophilia like service bottom. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm a real <laughs> And she's you know. a soft dom top. Mm-hmm, soft dom top. <laughs> Very. You want to imagine her telling you minutes. how good of a job you're doing at pleasing her dead body? Yes, of course. <laughs> I mean, I'm really just grasping onto pretending she's still alive for a moment. Obviously, that's why it's. Like, you know, I don't want the dead body. Is aspect. there a part of you that has goodbye. like the DMT? It's shit in mind where it's like, ooh, the residual herness is like sticking around and could potentially be feeling like these like last sensations of pleasure that I'm giving her. I mean, I could tell myself that story. I think it's more like her consciousness is swallowed back up and the oneness is the closest way that we could say it. So then it would, she would already be in the oneness all everywhere. But do, I, I guess I'm asking like, do you think that part of your necrophilia service bottoming is that you do think that she can on in some way feel pl- the pleasure I'm you're sure. giving her whether like directly through her corporeal form or like in like a larger like oneness 
spiritual context? No, I don't even think that that's really, because I think it's more like, I would love, I guess I would love to believe that or that she would think it was cute or something. Like I would think more, it would be, you know, the fantasy that there really is a, a separate, the girl spirit um, that would be caring about this at all. You know so what I mean? She's like hovering, watching. If you. anything, she would think it was sweet. I think just the same, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, because it truly is like really sweet because that's how I, th- you know, like I'm, again, I just want to enjoy the feelings, smells, whatever, one yeah. more time. I just want to um, say goodbye to it. Like I really, I'm a, I'm a touch and tell person. I'm a visual person. So when I think about death, when some people, my loved ones are like, I want to be cremated. I'm like, I want to have a viewing though. It's not really up to you. I don't think it shouldn't be up to you. When you die, you won't care. It's yeah. your closest loved ones should be deciding how we do the funeral stuff. In my opinion. Um, I mean, you can put some input, but I, I just, I disagree only on the fact that like one of my biggest fears is being one of those people that has that weird disease or syndrome where you appear dead, but you're not. And then you like come back alive and like the coffin right mm-hmm. later like that's why i want to be like cremated 100 percent cremate me like even if i'm alive and paralyzed i don't want to be buried alive i would rather be burned alive in a crematorium right. and just like be fucking like well done. i think that in terms of, i don't care about being buried i just it's more about the viewing because some people who get cremated don't have a viewing first mm, and yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's my thing and i just i am i would want to see the person the one body. more time um, yeah, the body. And so I think, yeah, in, that, in the first few minutes, in this in this specific scenario that we've outlined where she's dead, but she's intact, or at least mostly intact, and, <laughs> and she's the still warm. The bits are still working. <laughs> yeah, and everything. And she died, and, and, I, and there's, no, I, there's no way I can like resuscitate her, have any chance of that. I know she's dead, and, and these are these first moments, whatever. Um, just to be able to like feel her body. You know, she just wouldn't feel dead yet, and so it would be a way to just kind of be saying yeah. goodbye but, you know, it's just when I fuck her at all or do anything to her at all, I'm almost always I've realized like in the service bottom kind of mindset. So I would just still be in that because that's just how I am. Here's an idea. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you like to think that there is some sort of like separation thing, but like really your actual belief seems closer to like a more but like a oneness, her consciousness returning to a oneness. Yeah. If like there is like a oneness and there is like a ethereal being that comprises both the physical and spiritual of everything that moves through all things that once yeah. you die you become back part of. Right. Technically, your sensory experience is like being part of that. So yes. like the actual sensations, your actual perceptions of like fucking her dead body is her. Oh, totally, and that's kind of you. how I feel anyway. Yeah, exactly. So. If I really believe she's part of the oneness, now we're both fucking each other every moment of yeah. every day. So I wouldn't feel any compunction or morale. You know, I mean, I've officially gotten her uh, consent anyway yeah. um, for her dead body. But, you know, I like I, I already knew I didn't, you know, like I already knew I had her consent for her dead body before I asked her because it's just like we have an understanding of the universe that's similar. And like, why would she why would that possibly would upset it her? It wouldn't, you know. Yeah. Like, of course you do you. <laughs> <laughs> you do you, babe. <laughs> or I guess you do my dead body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Um, okay, so I think we're on Sims four and I thought it was five. And maybe it's five. And now there's this is how they're doing gender now, because it was just I think it was just man and woman before um, maybe slightly more the last time, but now it says physical frame, masculine or feminine, clothing preference, masculine or feminine. This sim will be able to become pregnant, get others pregnant, or neither. Mm. Can this sim use the toilet? Use the toilet standing? Yes or no. 
which I love. I think that does a That's great a job of great. getting to it, except that my first ex-wife, it's like, so yeah, she could use a toilet standing, if you okay, will. Okay, well, there's nuance involved, but that's still pretty <laughs> fucking... Her, yes that's a no. pretty clever, gender-neutral way yeah. of like being like, yo, dick or pussy, <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Can they get pregnant or not? Because you could be like, yes, they can use the toilet standing. And it's also no, for you, because if you're pregnant. some vagina person who's like, yeah, I can fucking use the toilet standing, you can just say that. Because it's just, it's what they're asking is what they're going to be showing there. When yeah. you use the toilet, do you want your person to be standing or sitting? Or do you want so the, if it's Shana or... It'll be interesting if you have the option to... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be interesting if you have the option to like walk into a, either bathroom, right? And be like... Uh-huh. Even though you have like the yeah. feminine frame, you can walk mm-hmm. into like the men's restroom and stand to piss in your pink shirt or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be tight. Exactly. So I, I love, love this new love Sims this. world. Yeah. I wanna, it makes me want to play the thing. Have they updated like the fucking thing? Can you make them fuck yet? Because like. You mean as opposed to what were they doing before? Woo hooing, I remember. I mean, I'm just saying like you can never actually watch them fuck. And it's like oh. you had to buy like, not buy, you had to like download a mod or <laughs> to like. wait for Sim 7. <laughs> When the culture has loosened Sim up 69. Enough. We finally yeah. let him do it. <laughs> um, yeah, because I mean, my perverted little ass is always like, "Oh, let me watch you use the bathroom." <laughs> but there were God, lucky Dude. you that you could care about that. Yeah, um, oh, that's so nice. Yeah, well, they didn't they they had more sexually explicit video games though, didn't they? It's just that um, Sims yeah, didn't want to go the route of being like not completely like enough. Grand Theft Auto kind of got there, but like. There were some uh, so games far as, I never rented them, but that you would see at Blockbuster, like these like I mean, pervert so far games as, like, or whatever. Console like sim. I mean, at least like you know simulated real life games. Like uh-huh. there weren't really like porn games you could buy. Yeah, there was one though that seemed like it was. I mean, I was always just so curious about it, but I never actually did it because I would have had to. We didn't have the internet. Just you know, I couldn't just buy yeah. it. Or, um, I would have had to buy it in front of someone, and it it was like supposed to be some like lucky boy in college who all the girl I, I can't remember what it was huh. but um and it was some but it was some dumpy looking boy who was maybe gonna <laughs> get like even in the porn video game you had to be dumpy looking it's like what even a yeah. cartoonish guy you can't have him be cute well, what is wrong with you man nerds like doing the graphic design on it they're not gonna yeah, put some they hot want, dude in there which that suck i don't understand i don't understand that impulse for men to be like let's have an ugly dude represent us in porn. They're all for self-representation when it's their thing, but when it's, you it's, know, yeah. somebody else. It feels just like no extra degrading it. to the woman to be like, yeah, you're getting fucked by an ugly guy. That's some, sometimes there. Yeah. Ugh. I God. mean, and and to be honest, most men are ugly. Most men are ugly. Most men That's are true. fuck ugly. Yep. I was having this realization <laughs> the other day where I was just like, I mean, I've been coming to terms with like, you know, new aspects of like my own sexuality constantly, right? Mm-hmm. Even though I feel like I figured out a lot, I'm constantly changing. I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, I, as much as I love the idea of fucking men, I really don't like men. Mm-hmm. I, ju- I just like a warm dick. <laughs> I think like that's how a lot of us feel about it. It's like, yeah, the human dildos at best most of the time. No, some of them are great musicians or they're funny or they're smart. I mean, it's just, I mean, I want to fuck dudes so bad. I have a desire to fuck dudes. But like when I'm looking at dudes, most of the time I'm just like, yo, you're like, I don't know why people fuck you. I yeah. don't get it. Like, and that that's like one of the things that's reaffirmed my own like queerness to me, my own gayness in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. which is that like, I see these girls with these straight girls with dudes and I'm like, 
being straight has to be real for you looking how you do Seriously. to fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever that is, yeah. it's like or rough. the Stockholm syndrome is real is, or is deep, deep. You know? Something. But I'm just like, I just it, it it's just like with how beautiful women are, you're gonna fuck that. If you feel that men are your only option, maybe partly because you've been groomed by your society to feel that way, but if you feel that men are the only option and men are still relatively unionized in being pieces of crap who are smelly and ugly and hairy and gross and don't, you know, whatever. I mean, it's getting somewhat better, but again, as we discussed, that metrosexual, you know, scandal broke in the (laughs) less than 20 years ago. You're still learning Um, to be like decent humans. Yeah. And so it's still like striking when you see a man who is well put together or who is cute or whatever. You know, it's really like, oh, thank you so much <laughs> for putting in bare for your service on. for just looking cute. Yeah, like every you know. Um, so, <coughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't <laughs> I know. Forgot. Do you remember what we were talking about, Alexis? Coming <laughs> out not liking men. Oh yeah, I just I, my sexuality has changed. It's just like, dude, I just can't. And here's, I mean, I guess I, in a lot of ways, it's like once I am turned on, mm-hmm. then I'm more into men. But if you just like put me in a room in like a neutral state, I would, I would rather just like naturally gravitate towards fucking women than mm-hmm. like fucking dudes. But if I'm like already horny, or like if a dude can like actually, like dudes actually have to actually seduce me, mm-hmm. right? You have to like be charming enough and like play my game and yeah. like banter with me and like turn me on. Right. Otherwise, I'm not going to gonna find you attractive. But women right. don't have to do that with right. me. Like with well, yeah, women, it's like pussy power. Not even pussy women, just well, any women. Like, well, I just mean like the, the ethereal pussy power the, of yeah. womanhood. It can be metaphorical. Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, you want this. You got the you want this energy. So you yeah. don't have to, you know, yeah, it's a seller's market. But the you want this energy from dudes doesn't always work. It's a mm-hmm. very small, and but I think most dudes who are hot think it has like power mm-hmm. because they're used to dating straight girls. Ugh, yeah, those but poor like, women. But like if you... If you're just like a hot cis straight dude and you're mm-hmm. like dating, buying queer girls, I feel like you're gonna have to try a lot harder than that. Yeah, because it's like, <laughs> yo, I have options. Yeah, like, we have a lot of good options <laughs> over here. Gone. Yeah, <laughs> you are not at the top of this market We're like, not at all. Starving like these poor straight girls are. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like those, like those women are sad and desperate. Also, hot ones. dudes don't take like fun banter as well, mm-hmm. right? Like quick witty banter or like banter that like you know can be seen as like a jab but at Mm -hmm. the same time like it gives you an opportunity to say something playful back yeah like the number of like dudes i've like chatted with on tinder that have gotten like offended and pissed off super quick i'm like what a fucking little puss what a bubble you've lived in yeah Mm -hmm. oh dude like you want to talk about having like snowflakey thin skin it's like Mm -hmm. what a little fact (laughs) Mm -hmm. come on like the the girls i talk to on here like there's like a like level of like acerbic wit that exists in like queer girl dating where it's like you got to get on board with some like (laughs) you know sat level word flirting Mm -hmm. or like get the fuck out of the way yeah yeah well i don't date the people i just don't think most men should be in relationships some (laughs) of them should be used as human dildos and or like worker bees you know it's like hey yeah we i when i'll be horny next tuesday you come over and fuck and then mow my lawn and then scoot along you know that would be a good way to use some men other men you know are just incels and should i don't know program computers or whatever i mean 
I I kind of feel that way. If I, I mean, I guess I would feel more that way if I hadn't really enjoyed being with men in the past, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like once like somebody has seduced me and like I'm there and I'm laying in your arms, oh my God, mm-hmm. fucking melted butter. You want to like, be in a relationship? Oh, I mean, like, if you could keep that up and, like, keep yeah. me in that space, like, yeah, I'm seduced. I mean, of course, I would still want to fuck women. Like, there's no way yeah, I'm yeah, going to, yeah. like, just, like, forgo, like, my queerness right. for a dude. But that's what I'm saying. But, like, it's not that no men are. I'm just saying most men. I put, there's, yeah, yeah, there's a yeah. chunk of men who are who are great and who are – a lot of them are in relationships because they're, uh, they're hard to find and whatever. Um but just a lot of men, I don't. I just don't think are fit for relationships, no. and everyone's doing themselves a disservice they don't have the to try to get them skills. into it. And the social skills, or the desire. Some of them are just such like alpha cad types that they don't want to settle down, you know. And then people who, tra- and then they just have to fuck boy serial, quick serial monogamy, fuck boy their way along. Like just let them, let them just be dildo people. Yeah. Why? Why are you trying to? Yeah. Don't pin down a dildo boy. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good shirt that says dildo boy. <laughs> yeah. B O I. Yeah. Well. Yeah, you know. I know. <laughs> uh, do we want to do our our fetish about the cigarette packs? Always. Well, inspired by cigarette packs. What was that? I remember um, talking the, about the it. mouth cancer blowjob. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh my gosh, I forgot about mouth cancer. The sexual fetish of the week is getting a blowjob from someone with mouth cancer. <laughs> <laughs> like the kind that you see on like other countries, cigarette pack <laughs> Where it's warning. Like sometimes. that face is fucked up. There's a couple like holes you could fuck in it. Or like <laughs> <laughs> mouth herpes. Maybe that's another one. I like the you mouth like, cancer blowjobs. Yeah. Because, like, I would, like, ideally oh. what happens is somebody gets, like, jowl, like the yeah, jowl the cancer, jowl, yeah. you know, and, like, part of their tongue, and it dies, and then they have to have surgery to remove it. Uh-huh. And so to fix it, they sew it back up, so you're talking out of your mouth, you know, it's all, like, clenched up and shit. Mm-hmm. That way, when you get that blowjob, it's real tight, right? right. And it's got, like, a nice ribbed texture to it, because, like, that one side's all weird. Uh-huh. You can flip their face on the side so your bottom of your dick is on that like rough side. <laughs> so it's like real stimulating. <laughs> so I'm thinking <laughs> more, unless I'm remembering these packs wrong. Oh God, I just Google image <laughs> mouth cancer. Um, find the one from the cigarette warning. But it's just, oh, oh, oh God. I'll look up cigarette mouth cancer. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, brutal. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah here's that one the one that's on the cigarette pack it just looks like there's like just Ooh, bubbling oh bubbling, the teeth fucked up teeth shit just fucked up teeth but it's also just like bubbled uh, around like tumory oh looking God. stuff so i'm yeah, thinking like, about see, like this your, is what i'm your thinking dick about rubbing the mouth tumors look at, <laughs> look at this yeah but this is what i'm talking about where it's like half the side of the face is eaten up you know right like you can see oh. you know like oh oh <laughs> I'll turn it towards the video <laughs> for a second. I don't know if it'll. <laughs> oh Jesus! Let's see if it pops up nice and big. Oh no, it's gonna go to that fucking website. I don't give a shit. That's about another that. one of those where I'm like, I don't know if anyone's ever done this. Set I out yeah. to get a mouth. Ca- I mean, someone's brought must have done it unknowingly though. Yo, get this mouth, mouth cancer, cancer looks yeah. like a pussy. 
<laughs> Licked uh, like a pussy. Uh, it was like maggots. Are you crawling. could fuck that. You could a hundred percent fuck oh, somebody's sure. mouth. Oh, They're this in so dude has a, already. Is this even dude gonna has a them? hole in his throat. Like you know, like the throat cancer. You uh-huh. could definitely su- fuck someone's like esophageal too. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I want Dude, the cancer to be active. I don't know if I want you healed. Yeah. You know, it'd be too sad if I was doing to this to you once you're on the up and up. But if you're at your low and you really need That's this. Like, that mouth cancer stuff looks so painful to have like a bunch of tumors in your mouth or whatever that it feels like it's not going to even add to the no, pain. Not at all. It, you're at you're at the There'll ba- be conscientious of it if you're trying to heal and get on You're at your rock life. bottom at rock human bottom, experience <laughs> as it is. As well. May as well throw a blowjob on top for the Drizzle for the some on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what heals it. It literally... (laughs) We cured cancer! (laughs) You didn't know that drizzling cum on top of mouth cancer is what heals it? What if cum was the cure to all cancer this whole time? (laughs) No one's figured it out yet. No one's been... Somebody thought of it once and they were like, I'm not going to get a grant for this. I'm not risking my career. I'm... (laughs) Proposing <laughs> their their entire thesis was like they both start with C. <laughs> have we tried film though? Have we I mean, tried? Have we even tried it? I'm just saying, inject a what little bit of cum. Maybe that film mystery fluid. That's it. We have to try uh, it. It has to be testicular ejaculate though. <laughs> yeah. Leave yeah. Or maybe it has to be trans women post hormone. Yeah, it turns out that's the cure to cancer. But you have to catch us in the sweet spot before we stop coming totally. But it's like not like (laughs) it's like month nine to fifteen specifically (laughs) or whatever. Wouldn't that becomes that be the new, like, twist? instead of eggs being the most valuable, trans like, sexual thing you could sell, it's trans girl cum. cum. Well, it has to be, like, a, a 14-year-old kid's puberty block. <laughs> 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 we haven't brought up incest this episode. So it's about time. <laughs> the mouth cancer part feels like a good Wait, did I say section. incest? You said the 14... Oh, no, pedophile, no, I, no, sorry. No, no, I was just saying, no, just, like, we bring in the controversy of the, the puberty blockers for kids, but it has to be be a kid on puberty blockers and that like they're come it specifically has to be like young come come. so young semi come (laughs) it makes us go like well some people had concerns about puberty blockers (laughs) but it turns out they're just cures cancer (laughs) 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 and their parents could fetch a pretty penny for it and save lives to boot suddenly everybody's on board (laughs) (laughs) we all just decided who cares if extra people are trans? They just get to cure cancer. Here's the thing. I would mouth fuck somebody with mouth cancer, but I would not kiss your face. No, <laughs> like, you can't kiss me with that. <laughs> also, it's like, I don't want like a semi-developed mouth cancer. Well, no, like, I don't upsetting. want you just to have like some fucked up gum line and teeth. Like I need your face to be wrong. Although it is kind of funny to think like Hieronymus Bosch level wrong. I mean, that's the way I'm envisioning the sexual fetish. Like this is horrifying, so horrifying that that it's never happened and probably never will in reality, hopefully. But, um, actually I kind of want it to, (laughs) but, but but you have to really think about like the couple who's been together for 30 years and then one of them does get, uh, well, well, I guess the, the, it's a head couple and the woman gets mouth cancer and the husband's like, (laughs) 
fuck, am I ever going to be able to ask for a blowjob again? <laughs> I think she might. One day she, she's, baby. <laughs> she might be out like for the rest of her life. Or just the thought, or if she is like, hey, hon, can I? And then he's like, ooh, do I? How do I feel? I stick my dick in her mouth. No, right now. Can yeah. my dick get cancer? It's, yeah, it's like, you, you know it, it can. But you know that feeling when we all like knew how you supposedly couldn't get in good AIDS, but still when your uncle's peeing all over the restroom and stuff, <laughs> you're just like, yeah, but I don't think I ever want to use that restroom again. Do I trust science? Do I trust science? <laughs> or my own Because they've more. been figuring it out for a while. They changed their minds. Um, you have to be a little bit yeah. uh, cautious in this life, but what were we talking about? Mouth cancer, how we need it to be more developed and not no, just like but, Oh yeah, the, oh, the, the married the couple, couple who really has to deal with like... And finally starts fucking oh, yeah. mouth do again. Oh yeah, do you want to put your but, mouth... I mean, if he does it and he loves it... Or it's just kind of it, sad. It's not just, just like, like, am I going to get cancer? It's also like, can I fuck my wife's mouth when I know it has like, cancer? I know you're just... dealing with the whole mouth cancer thing, but can you suck my dick? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of uh, fucked up. It's just so weird. <laughs> <laughs> or is it kind of hot? And the couple, the wife's just like, want me to suck your dick, dick with his cancer mouth? And he's like, fuck yeah, I do. You know, maybe. Yeah. It's fun to think about. <laughs> mm. I just got a mouth cancer blowjob. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, attitude is a choice. <laughs> Man can't construct a textured sensation better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Only God can do that kind of work. <laughs> mm. It's balls. God's will. My dick feels this good <laughs> in your cancer mouth. Everything is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this opens up so many possibilities, like cancer buttholes, <laughs> like yeah. you got cancer vaginas, cancer ridden vaginas, mm. lumpy cancer dicks. Yeah, a dick with tumors. That yeah. Could, that could do well. Or really just tumor fucking in general. Like if it, you know, like if somebody has like a big like tumor on like their thigh or something <laughs> and like somebody like tumor. wants to rub their clit over it, like that rib is just like perfect uh-huh. for it, right? You know, that would be kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. Tumors really are a sexual Under, playground when you get right down to it. <laughs> underappreciated. <laughs> exponential from these tumors. Okay. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But yeah, mouth cancer. Um, <laughs> you know, at first I was just thinking that's horrifying. We should just think about it just, you know, for the fun of going through something horrifying. But now I really like this idea of this couple who plays with the idea of mouth cancer, you know. Oh, baby, I think it's coming in. Like maybe even I'm role play because like you know that, they've you know? probably joked about it. He like maybe the cum's gonna heal her. <laughs> She's like maybe that's a cure. You know that has yeah. to have happened. Oh, I mean you know honestly I kind of we've been talking about it. it was like, it's like a cishet couple where we're still doing mouth cancer like blowjobs, but mm-hmm. like that ribbed texture has to feel great for oh a God, clip. Wait, going down on <laughs> like a mouth cancer person <laughs> going down on you. <laughs> just not even using their lips, just rubbing, rubbing the deformed half yeah. of their face up and down your <laughs> pussy. <laughs> so many riblets. <laughs> Maybe I'd finally enjoy being gone down on. A casual me. half decayed tooth graze. <laughs> <laughs> or you just way. face fuck them, you lay them down and get on top and like grind yeah, like, on it. Yeah, you know? maybe you like really use the yeah. texture there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, like but a- <laughs> now I'm just thinking about going down. Like, 
going down is if someone has like tumors on their vagina and so it's like it's not like an STD but they're like tumors that aren't you know aren't contagious yeah they take you just go down to a whole on, new level well, I was just thinking about like going down on your wife who's got tumors on her pussy tumor ridden pussy man again would you maybe be sadder or more into it because I mean, you're like well I better make it count sad, I don't know how long she has left yeah totally and, <laughs> and if you can figure out ways to use those tumors to make her feel good then yeah. you're going to you know you see, like you sandwich her clip between her tumor and your face yeah, on one uh, side. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a suction thing you can do now. That's really good. And, uh, well, if we weren't going to hell before, we're definitely getting cancer at least now. No, no, no. That was cancer positive at some uh, point. <laughs> I think we're morally on the. What if you yeah. had urethral cancer and were into sounding? Uh, <laughs> that, yeah. You normal sounders are pussies. <laughs> Try getting in your dick cancer. <laughs> dick hole cancer. Urethra, uh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. A lot of cancerous possibilities here. Yeah. So I still like the, the broader sexual fetish of the week. Have we done there. cancer as a sexual fetish of the week at all before? I don't think we've ever done cancer proper in yeah, general. That's remember. even that's even bigger because then you even stretch it to like watching someone the die from cancer, dynamics. fucking them while they're dying from cancer, you dying of cancer, being taken like care of sexually. That maybe. And we've talked about being taken care of in like hospice situations, like the idea of like dependency and things like that being yeah. sexual, but like not like I'm dying of cancer and so we have a limited time left early early on like in like season one like when the first few episodes we talked about this idea that i've had for years where it's like you know cancer is becoming such a like common cause of death that like what if it was in this dystopian future or something like uh we just knew it was a fact everybody was dying by the age of 50 yeah. of cancer there was no way around it that's just yeah. what how everybody died and we just accepted it as a part of life like Knowing that now, if you were going to project yourself into that future, how does it change what you do with your time, knowing there's only 50 years to your life, yeah. right? Yeah. We talked about it in that context, but like not in uh, I want to face fuck your mouth cancer yeah. context. We weren't thinking about using tumors. <laughs> <laughs> and sexual props. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we've done a good job of yeah. it. We can come back to the broader category of cancer yeah. another time. Or, or just another specific dynamic of cancer. <laughs> okay. A, ke- a chemo fetish? Ooh. Oh, interesting. Because it's kind of... That's dark. Don't you get really, like, tired after chemo? Like, some, yeah, like some you want to fuck somebody. Well, you want to yeah, be, be fucked while you're passed out after your chemo nap? Yeah, because we've talked about that before. Like, what if you're a roofing bottom or whatever? Yeah. And you like that. And so you could be like, I want you to, in my chemo days... Like, if you... I don't like I don't know, but maybe there's times with chemo... After like, you get done so tired. vomiting from the nausea and pass out, I want and you, you know to sexually you're... take advantage of me. Or while you're like... Th- like, there's a certain amount of awake you know you'll be. Like, mm. 33% awake or something and if you could be like yeah i want you if i could be guaranteed to be like for a while in a very <laughs> low state of awake while someone else fucked me that'd be really cool yeah 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 i'm lucky, into that lucky fucking chemo <laughs> oh god where's the way it's not <laughs> it. uh, oh it's fine god can do what we want I think we'll leave it there. (laughs) This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao.